All right. Now it's recording. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to try this one more time because it did that same thing. Didn't it do the same thing the last time? It was like it was like I, I pressed so. record and then it was recording for a little bit and then it stopped. So it seems like it's okay now. Okay. It seems like I'm okay blame now. the internet company. <laughs> Going back to our opening. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Take two. <laughs> Take two. Yeah, blame my cat on this one. <laughs> Welcome to the Real Cast Podcast. I'm your host, Mike McBlay. I'm here with William, the movie fan. So we're gonna ask him one more time. How you doing? <laughs> I've got deja vu all over all again. again. <laughs> all over again. It's like deja vu again. Exactly. Uh, I am doing great. Uh given that, you know, we're all working from home, sort of ish, or what have you. And I don't get to talk to anybody uh, all day, um, so yeah. And you know, I, I'm I think my mind hasn't gone yet, but who knows? Yeah, uh, you know, it's hard to tell these days. It's hard to tell these days. I guess we'll find out when like things do start to open back up and we start interacting right. with people. How crazy we've actually gone. You know, maybe well, you know. we know that some people have. We've seen it on the news how crazy they've gone. <laughs> uh, so that's another thing. Of course, you know, we lost Sean Connery. We may have to do yeah, a, a yeah, about him. Yeah. Like, oh, dang, man, twenty twenty just will not stop. No, this is the longest. This this year is longer, like than it's, you know, a decade so far. It, it yes, like. it feels like we had twenty years in twenty twenty all together. All and of course, we have an election year. That's fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's no. Yep. You know, let why yep. not? Let's do that too. Yeah, <laughs> let's make things even more depressing. For depending yes. on who wins, it'll be more depressing. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> oh, but anyway, uh, so we got no, some. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing well myself. I'm doing well myself. Uh, I had watching, watching, um, watching JoJo's dog this weekend um so that's been that's been fun he was like oh hey uh uh you know told me all about it and everything and then like as as he left he's like okay so uh by the way my my sister is staying with me she may or may not be walking around the house naked so just be no one be be wary of that and then like the dog oh the dog's also in heat so the other dogs might try to jump on her bones or whatever and i'm like you you don't want me to do this for you again, ever, do you? Yeah, you obviously don't. No, I'm obviously well, embellishing okay. certain things, but well, yes, the dog the is in here. The sister uh, being over there naked. <laughs> I was embellishing on that. You? That actually feeling, you know. Try to do it through a setup. He's like, I know you're single and all, so. Well, and and hey, then he tells you this. He goes, "My sister told me to tell you that she might be walking around naked sometimes." So. <laughs> I don't Do know why that which you will. You that. <laughs> I thought it was an odd thing for her to ask me. But um, and she said she'd be naked between these hours. <laughs> I don't know why she. So, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming she wants you to not come in at those times, but she really didn't say. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, exactly. So, no. so we're 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 pulling a Simpsons this this uh this yeah. year. We're doing. Well, uh, I'm gonna be like special. Mike here, maybe, and and make, not make you feel alone. Here we go. I'll do this. Oh, I get glass. <laughs> no, we're twins. Look, oh, we're exactly twins. alike. <laughs> we're twins. That's right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we're pulling a little bit of a Simpsons uh special. We're actually doing our Halloween special in November. 
this time around because uh i don't know we just didn't have time so <laughs> so we're pulling it off in november we're going to be doing the three scariest movies sorry scariest moments from scary movies and then we're going to talk about the the shadow afterwards so um yeah before we get started just want to go ahead plug all the social media uh if you enjoy these videos obviously watching on the website if you're watching the full version if you're watching the short version on youtube thank you subscribe on youtube leave a like on the video that helps out a whole lot but if you want to watch the whole video go definitely go to mclamentertainment.com you can follow us on social media on facebook and instagram mclam entertainment mclam ent on twitter and uh we're on all the on your favorite podcasting apps so look for us the real cast movie podcast look for us we'll show up all you gotta do is type us in the search and you can listen to us on the road while you're at work uh while I mean, you're we might show up in person we're really lonely right now yeah really yeah you never know we might get a knock on your doors yeah, like, we, hey. might be, we might be naked between these hours <laughs> i don't know if that makes a difference you know you know kind of play with you know either way it's like you know avoid it to that time or whatever exactly whichever. exactly you never know with us you just yeah. never know you just yep. never know <laughs> so uh we're gonna start out we're gonna start with you sir we'll have you go first and sure. uh what would be what are your what are your top three uh and having any honorable mentions uh, what are your top three scariest movie moments from scary movies okay so i let's do the i'm gonna do the count down okay uh so we'll start with the honorable mention all right so it'd be like number four honorable mention so okay. in the top three uh, that would be from the 1983 Michael Mann. And this is interesting, uh, directed one of his first movies. There's a lot of interesting uh, history behind his movie, The Keep. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, he had uh, big plans and big vision for it. He spent mm -hmm. a lot of money that, 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 of course, you know, as studios never like people spending lots of money. Mm -hmm. and it took a long time, et cetera. So the studio took the film from him, basically, and just kind of chopped it up. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like it's kind of like 1984's Dune in, in a way. Okay. Where it's it, it's kind of like rough, but it's a diamond in the rough. But you know, uh, where the, where the parts are good, but the whole of it is not as good. Mm -hmm. So like you have good actors, you have good, you know, uh, what cinematography, good kind of, um, you know, the look. It looks good. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean? Um, but the scene at the near the kind of near nearer to the end of the movie, mm -hmm. and it it's kind of it kind of it builds like a lot of scary movies kind of build, right? Um, so you got the, uh, you know, the, the German soldiers are living in a keep, um, you get the scene where the, the, uh, German commander has a, a cross as he's grabbing for the cross, the SS officer shoots him, mm -hmm. uh, they hear the screams in the, in kind of the courtyard of the, the insides of the keep where all the soldiers are here screaming and mm -hmm. gunfire grenades, explosions, et cetera. So when Gabriel Byrne takes the, 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 the silver cross and runs out there and he sees, uh it's just there's like that low haze of fog like in a lot of the scary movies but then underneath that when he trips over these dead molten burnt and mutilated and like molten dead bodies that are like melted into like you see like the uh equipment is melted into the bodies and vice versa you know there's a guy melted on the side of a vehicle and a tank you know in a truck and mm -hmm. you know the bodies are all just emaciated and melted together and it, it like one guy's gun is sticking out of his, his body because it's just his body's melted to it. Mm. Um, so he comes out of it, and he's tripping over that. He's kind of freaking out because everybody's dead. I mean, he had they had German soldiers, the SS soldiers, and they're all dead. Mm -hmm. they're all 
because nobody's there left. And I can imagine it smells great in there. <laughs> so, you know, as he's freaking out and he's walking around tripping on these, these you know, horrible corpses, mm-hmm. he hears something behind him and you see the, the demon. Yeah, see, they've got the guy melted <laughs> into the wall right mm-hmm. there. Then you see the demon uh, and you hear him. Of course, you always walk backwards. Always a ghost is always behind you, right? Right. Um, <laughs> and then he trips and he falls. And you see this, like, I don't know, about nine to ten foot tall creature that looks sort of man-like, but not man-like. Mm-hmm. Um, and he holds the cross up, and, it, and the creature stops. And, you th- and he thinks, oh, I'm safe. And so he stands up, and he's like, who are you? Where do you come from? And then uh, the demon just asks him, where am I from? And he just walks real, just, just carefully, and takes the cross out of his hand and crumples it up. <laughs> he says, I am from you. And then he grabs him and sucks the life out of his face. Oh. Uh, and as he screams a horrible scream. Uh, it's great because you, you know, at that moment you think I'm safe or I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, because the demon stopped walking towards you. And all of a sudden he just, as the demon takes the, the crucifix out of Gabriel Byrne's hand, you see the, you see the color just drain out of his face. Like, oh, <laughs> and then he grabs and picks him with one hand and like sucks the life out of him. Mm. And then he just kind of, you know, drags his, his corpse to go feast on, you know, through the mist. Um, that's a great moment. It's not a, I mean, it's not, you know, kind of the blood and guts gore type. It's mm-hmm. that you think you're safe moment, but you're not. Exactly. And I think that's kind of my choices are uh, such that, you know, it's a normal moment, except for this isn't really a normal moment, but there's that all this bad stuff's happening. And then he feels like he's okay. Mm-hmm. Even even in the midst of all this, and then all of a sudden he's not. Okay. Okay. You know, so it's so it's kind of that. It's like this should that, work, you know, technically because you know all things were pointing, kind of pointing to this to work, and then right. it doesn't, and it's like right, uh-oh. yeah, because in the movie, <laughs> uh, the whole purpose of all the crosses in the keep are to keep the demon at bay, mm-hmm. and the Germans monkeyed with the crosses, uh, and released it. So mm-hmm. so you know he's stuck in the keep with them. But because they messed with some stuff, they actually released him, but he can't get out the keep. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cross should save him. But, you know, that's really the more the demon saying, I'm going to, you know, give you that false sense. So that way the fear is that much more, mm-hmm. you know, because he's already afraid. But then he's got that kind of like, you know, I'm still terrified, but I'm holding the, you know, like, the, the you know, and Jackie holding up the cross to mm-hmm. the guy. Mm-hmm. And you think, okay, I'm good. It's like, no, that'd be like Dracula just sort of taking the cross out of hand. He's like, nice of you to come in. And then it's like, ah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's just, that's great. So it's an honorable mention. Okay. okay. Um, so my third one, mm-hmm. uh, kind of counting down. Um, I'm trying to think because I sent you those four and I'm trying to remember, like, in what I don't think I sent you them in any specific order necessarily. No. But I know, like, let's see. Um, trying to remember here. I left my notes downstairs. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, do, 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 do. here we go. Yeah, so um, in the movie, the 1982 movie, The Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that there's, uh, you know, a ship shifting alien. They've discovered mm-hmm. that. They've got the body. They know that the dog. They had the dog thing and all right, like that. Right. So, and I think this was right after 
uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kurt Russell's character was like locked outside. They thought he was the monster. Right. Um, right. And he, and he, he, got he, back he broke back in. Yeah, he got back inside. And he has the dynamite. And he has a flare. He's going to blow everybody up if you come near me. Mm-hmm. And then he has a little bit of a fight going on. And then Norris falls and like he's, he just has a heart attack. Right. And they're like, holy crap, save Norris. He's our friend. Because, you know, they've been with him. Uh, Norris has been there for, mm-hmm. I don't have a long to been there. So exactly. they know him. You know, he's not a bad guy. Exactly. And so th- they all kind of forget mm-hmm. that there's an, a shape-shifting alien for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. So then you go to do the, you know, defibrillation and the doc is trying to save him. Mm-hmm. No, nope. I mean, you know, he's still there with the dynamite. He's like, don't you come near me. But then as soon as he punches, he, and then, yeah, the the chest turns into a mouth and bites the doctor's arms off mm. and like devours his arms. And then like a alien version of Norris erupts from his chest and it attaches to the ceiling with like a crazy long snake neck and like spider legs. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like screaming at the going, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just like, they went again, it's that same, same thing of, okay, I know something's bad's happening, but then they kind of forgot about all that. It's like, we got to call the doc. We got to save Norris. Right. So, you know, even though Kurt Russell's character still, you know, don't come near me. Uh, they're all kind of focused more or less on Norris, mm-hmm. especially after he, he by, after his, 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 you know, his torso eats the arms off the doctor <laughs> yeah. and, you know, up with this alien that comes out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, then, you know, as Kurt Russell's character uses the flamethrower that for some reason they have at, at the North or the South Pole, because, mm-hmm. you know, why wouldn't the South Pole have a flamethrower? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I think most scientists carry a flamethrower around with them. But anyway, uh, so he's just like that's weird. Um, yeah, so then he burns the body, and then his head pops off and turns into a spider creature, and, yes. and he starts to run off. Yes, and, and you stuff. get that. You get that classic. Yes, <laughs> you gotta be freaking. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Excuse my language. That's what he and that's that's from the stoner dude. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're like, you're going from, hey, we're going to save our friend. So mm-hmm. our friend eats the doctor's arms, erupts into two aliens. One, his head is a spider creature walking away, mm-hmm. talking to us, going, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that is horrific. And those are all practical effects. Yes. So the keep in this movie are practical effects. Mm-hmm. And as we know, John Carpenter knows how to do some effects. And side note, uh, the music for the thing was done by Ennio Morricone, the oh. uh, accomplished Italian maestro, uh, which is unusual because John Carpenter usually does his own music. Oh, oh. So, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah scary, he does. That's, that's right. He does. Yeah. That scary, creepy music was done by Ennio Morricone because uh, okay. I actually did discover that earlier this summer when I did a little kind of a, uh, a memoriam to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I found that out. I was like, he did the movie. I was like, but Carpenter almost always does his own yeah, music. And exactly. it's really good music. It fits. Mm-hmm. But but this one works too. Um, but he decided to go with the, I mean, he decided to go with the big guns. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so that, that would be the thing. would be another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, so my number two would probably be uh, Jacob's Ladder. Okay. Uh, from, uh, I think it's from 1990. Mm-hmm. It stars... Uh, uh, Tim Robbins and Elizabeth Pena, mm-hmm. and this one. Um, oh, rest in peace, with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Pena. I didn't even realize yeah, she passed, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. twenty twenty. I mean, we yeah. like everybody. You know, <laughs> this is that. You know. Anyway, uh, uh, twenty twenty. You're just yeah. It's, it's only awful. November. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the movie's called Jacob's Ladder. Now, this movie, when it came out, I don't think it. Uh, if you go back and watch some of the old and read some of the old reviews, it, it's like a lot of people didn't really know what to make of it. They weren't sure. It seemed kind of a doing that kind of sticky kind of scary movie stuff, mm-hmm. um, sort of. But it, it, if you go back and watch it again. After having you know no uh, seen movies that you know have like a twisty type ending to it, you're like okay. And so you, if you, but this is a movie you got to really watch. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the thing where you you have to really watch it and figure, try to figure out like who is the creature, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So in, in Jacob's Ladder, you got to watch it and like, why did he say that? Mm-hmm. It's like, but I thought this, and then there's and little then clues here and there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there are clues here and there. And you're like, well, why that? Why did he say that to him? You know what I mean? And so it's like, that's that's odd. You know, it's like, but I thought, you know, and so then you start seeing, you know, the guy, uh, Tim Robbins' character, who was mm-hmm. a Vietnam veteran, mm-hmm. um, start to sort of hallucinate. So in the scene, uh, they're in a party, and you know, he's having a he's having kind of a bad time. He's been sick or whatever, and you know, he's been sad, etc. But he goes mm-hmm. to the party, and he and he's, you know, his girlfriend's like, oh, come on, dance with me, have some fun. He's like okay and everybody's kind of mm-hmm. laughing around you know he's kind of goofy he's a tall goofy guy i mean it's mm-hmm. tim robbins right uh and so he starts dancing just having fun he starts like, kind of feeling a little odd and you know then he it's kind of they pull that pull back thing and they kind of cock you know kind of askew the screen a little bit and they zoom in on some stuff and you know the people laughing and you got the slow laugh like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and he starts seeing things starts to feel a little odd you know like the camera's like drunk or whatever and he starts seeing, and yeah, here's the guy in the back. Yeah, mm-hmm. the scene where he sees the guy in the back and his face is all, his head's all rotating strange and distorting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he starts seeing like, uh, you know, birds or something. And you kind of like, well, this look fake. And then you see the guy in the back is like, what's going on? This dude's head is all like spinning and twisting and contorting and distorting. And then you start seeing these weird, yeah, these weird like dog demon things pop out and, mm-hmm. uh, and then you're like, what is going on? And then and it spins. The he spins. He falls. And and then you see his girlfriend's like either being attacked by some kind of weird demon, or she's becoming a demon. You don't know what's going on. But then mm-hmm. like when like some kind of like horn or something it bursts from her mouth, you're like, holy freaking crap, man! <laughs> and he freaks out too. He freaks out along with it. He's like, ah! You're like, ah! Uh, yeah. And that's a yeah. this is a movie that has a lot of those kind of moments because. It's very normal. Like it's like, oh, you have fun at the party. All of a sudden, it's like, I don't feel so good. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, everything just kind of really just goes bad. Um, and that's and that's kind of like you know, if you watch some of those movies where everything is sort of normal, but then everything goes south real fast and mm-hmm. keeps going south, and you just can't get your breath. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what this is like. But in a way, they do let you catch your breath for a moment. But then you always know they're going to pull the rug out from under your feet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you think you're I safe, think, but you're really yes, not. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. I know you're like, oh, you're having fun at a party. Yeah, this other stuff, the weird stuff's been going on. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. You know, you know, yeah, he was in his uh, mail truck and he saw the mailbag kind of wiggling and moving. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, and, and, you know, he hears some noises coming from like something's groaning and like, it's male. Yeah. <laughs> He's a mailman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and every now and again, he gets catches us something like you'll see a guy, like a homeless guy on the street, and the homeless guy has a tail. And you're like, you're like, what the frig? Mm-hmm. And then it disappears real quick. You know, like, did, I, did we just see that? Mm-hmm. You know, wow. So that's uh, that's like my number two. Okay. Okay. I will yeah. say it's a good scary movie to watch, 
Well, I'll say it this way. If if scary movies like terrify you, mm-hmm. this is a movie for you. If you want to be terrified. If you don't want to be terrified, don't watch don't this movie because it. it will terrify you. And and there's a lot of interesting things. I mean, the name Jacob's Ladder kind of sort of gives away sort of how the movie is is what it's kind of all about in a way. Uh, if you kind of know the biblical kind of, um, I don't know, religious kind of sort of, you know, meaning behind the Jacob's Ladder sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and it's 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 a it's a sort of it's got some funny parts, you know, like a good movie has funny parts, has the scary parts, of course, the horror, uh, thriller, mystery part to it, mm-hmm. and then it has some very um, dramatic, sort of sad moments because he's going through some things. His his, his child died mm-hmm. in a car accident. He couldn't save him. His his marriage is broken up, and his wife still loves him, but he blames himself for his kid's death and. He couldn't live with himself, and so he couldn't be around her because she reminded him of the kid and the whole life and everything. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, this is a whole issue. So there's a lot going on. And, of course, he's a Vietnam veteran. He's trying to figure out, you know, was he experimented on as a vet? Because other, other friends are coming around talking about these demon things they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And he's seeing them, too. Yeah. And he's like, what's going on? So there's a whole weird thing. And then at one point, he's he's carted into a hospital. Uh it's a it's a it's a grotesque scene to just let me say it mm-hmm. and you'll see it in the in the if you watch the um the trailer mm-hmm. at the very near the very end the doctor says you're dead he says i'm not dead i'm alive and then you see like the next scene you see like another guy's gonna give him an injection and he has face is kind of half melted Ooh. he has no eyes and then you hear him here he, he sticks the needle in his forehead and you hear him screaming oh my god it's it's so that's my like number uh two okay um and i, and I kind of like went back to the old ones because some of those practical effects are you just got to appreciate them because you know with the thing and some of those others like jacob's ladder is they're so they're so realistic looking and you know they're not cgi mm-hmm. because this is like you know pre-night about 90 yeah about these other two movies. yeah so you're not you know about cgi and the keep the keep some of the from the keep some of the special effects don't age very well, but uh, I kind of like some of the creatures' uh, practical effects for sure. And of course, the you know from the clips you just showed of the the guy being melted in the side of a building, yeah, that's pretty good. Yes, that's a practical effect that yes. looks freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the smoke and everything. Right. So my right. my first scary moment, uh, my last like number one, mm-hmm. is a movie that again I don't. I mean, I think it did pretty well at the box office, but I don't recall a lot of people saying a lot about it. Yeah, I think this one uh, is one of the the hidden gems. One of the hidden yeah, gems. Yeah, really I, like, I think. Yeah. Well, for me, for me, these all of these are hidden gems. I know the thing has got more of a cult following, cult but back following, in the day, yeah. the thing. I I saw the thing when it first came out. Okay, it was bloody. It was bloody disgusting, and it still <laughs> is. But I recall people liking it who saw it. Mm-hmm. Um. I think like but, mainstream but, critics didn't like it. No, they yeah. didn't because, well, because John Carpenter was already sort of established with Halloween and uh, a little bit. So they were like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. But then they're like, eh, I don't know about this one. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, it, it's it's that, what it is with critics is they don't like science fiction movies in general, I think, really. Uh, I fair. honestly think so. Mm-hmm. Um, because there'll be some good ones like, say, um, uh uh, event horizon that's a horrific movie mm-hmm. that's actually a good movie mm-hmm. but again the critics are like that's eh, fine because eh, because you know that the academy award never almost never awards uh award actors for like fantasy or science fiction movies yeah they never do or yeah. even comedy sometimes yeah, uh, yeah definitely just comedy. Wrong. yeah 
Yeah. Uh, so you're every now and again you get a you know a thing about it's usually it's just drums. Mm -hmm. uh, but my first one uh, is um, from the movie 1408. And mm -hmm. like I said, when this came out, uh, you got you got Dan uh, what uh, John Cusack in it, and you got Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. I know it's like two really big, awesome actors. Mm -hmm. right there. Why wouldn't this movie be better? And and I think this is to me is that same vein of Jacob's Ladder where you you you're you, you know you're staying in a hotel. Mm -hmm. It's just it's a normal thing that everybody does, mm -hmm. you know. But then it's like the guy. Same for Jacob's Ladder. The guy in the hotel experiences some things that aren't normal. Mm -hmm. And so, and it just I mean, he goes, it, it keeps it ramp it keeps going up. It yes, it up. keeps ramping. Like it just it yeah. starts and it's just like it's almost like not even like a ramp. It's one of those like uh, I guess exponential graphs or whatever. Yes. Where it's just like it's like all right, it's going slow, slow. Oh, there we go. It yeah, just goes it's, it's, completely it's the ramp. Off. The evil evil had to go over it for Snake River Canyon. Exactly. But he didn't make it big so it's kind of like. It's yeah, like exactly. You know, and you, you start out down here, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, boom, you're right here. <laughs> exactly. And you're like, what the? Heck? And it's the scene where he's already kind of had a lot of stuff going on, mm -hmm. uh, and he's yelling for help out the window because he can't get out, right? Mm -hmm. So like, he tried to beat the door down. He tried, to, you know, the key broke off, and I think got sucked into the door or something. And so he's screaming for help, and he's like, hey, anybody, anybody, help! Um, and there's a, a couple of moments where he, there's no sound or something at some point, but he's screaming and he sees the guy across the way in another building mm -hmm. and the guy gets up and goes like, oh, me? He goes, oh. And so when he starts doing the motion, the guy imitates him. You're like, wait a minute, what's going on? Mm -hmm. And so he starts doing the actions again, kind of like uh, the Marx Brothers would have done, you know, in a mirror or something. Uh, so that's kind of a comedic moment in a way. Uh, but then he takes the, uh, the, um, what the the lamp mm -hmm. and you know just to grab something to see like hey is this the is this guy imitating me or what's going on when right. he pulls the lamp over he sees the light shine on his face and across the way it's also his face mm -hmm. and the guys look at him like you know like sinister and then right behind him there's a dude with a hammer and, and like he kills him and so he turns around and says, <laughs> guy, he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> i know and then but then he looks around he's like ah he looks around the guys that there's nobody there mm -hmm. and he's still freaking out he's like where, where is he where is he where is he where is he, where is he? Uh, you know it's like and then he's like what the frig so it it it's like you you go from that moment again like in the keep where he sees the guy across the way he's like yeah yay saved mm -hmm. he's like somebody saw him he's like oh cool he's like yeah call him he's like call it's like i'll call he's like wait he's like, wait a minute he's doing the same motion he's like call mm -hmm. i like call and he went wait a minute and so he started doing and then he pulled the layup and he goes holy crap it's me mm -hmm. But then me with a really bad look on my face, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> you know, so it's not really him because he's mm -hmm. him, obviously. And then that whatever person uh, who was, I think it was played by uh, uh, Benny the Jet uh, Enriquez, which was a friend of his. I, I think uh, I think oh, John okay. and him uh, like it, that's I think John said that was his uh, J Benny the Jet is his training coach or something mm -hmm. for martial arts and fitness or whatever mm -hmm. uh, but that's actually him i think like in a melted kind of face mask with weird hair okay. or something okay. um okay. but yeah so so yeah the guy that and you see that guy again i think crawling through the uh ductwork at some other point too but then yes it's yeah, like yeah. it's real but it's not real um and 1408 is just i it's mean it's all the way creepy yeah it's all the way like creepy and a carpenter song to scare you mm -hmm. a, car a 
Carpenter song. Yes. You know? <laughs> like the, the, one of the most mellow bands from the 70s right there. <laughs> to scare the crap out of you. <laughs> and if they move, take a Carpenter song and say, and it's like, we've only just begun. And you're like, and and because Karen Carpenter has one of those beautiful voices ever. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you listen to people's voices, they're always like, and her voice was angelic. And he, everybody says that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was super talented. And of course, she died from, you know, the eating disorder. But that's right. just terrible uh, that, you know, someone so talented left us so young. Um, but to have that sort of mellow, soft, classic hit of the 70s, mm-hmm. put in a horror movie to scare the bejesus out of you. Yeah. That is my preferred yeah. His hat is off to that. <laughs> that and, and that's how, that's to me, like, I, this is why this is the number one movie. Because there's so many great scare moments. And this is just one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I mean, even when he goes with Samuel L. Jackson in the, in the elevator, it builds. He's like, Samuel's like, oh, no, I don't get up on this floor unless I absolutely have exactly, to. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I'm, he's, I'm begging you, don't do not do this. Yes. And then when, when, then when Cusack goes into the room, he's like, he opens the door and the door and it looks like a normal room. You're like, mm-hmm. and he closes the door and he goes, he says, he says, the elevator, the elevator speech was a nice touch. He says, you almost had me going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's talking into the microphone is, is the tape recorder. He's like, looks just like a normal room now. Yep. <laughs> and then you're like, mm, oh really? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. 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 That one is it, to me, one of the scariest movies. Um, and there's, there's tons of other scary movies out there, but mm. the 1408 uses, gross stuff but also really just the room i mean they don't really use hardly anything it's like it's just you know the window closing on your hand it's like the door not breaking and mm-hmm. you know the the water turns like boiling hot all of a sudden it's it's, it's all, just, it, yeah it, it's the psychological element of it, it because is. it's like you 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 enter it's it's like when like what they they do in movies but also in like even like the newer horror games like i just got finished playing one yesterday and it was like the room would just change. It's like right. you just turn around and something's and, and it's different. It's like, wait. Right. So it's like that that art of just like, I just want to escape, you know? Like I get out the room and maybe right. I run into another room and it's the same room that I just escaped from, go out the window, right. like and try to get it, you know, he, like he does that. He tries to scale and get to the next room or whatever. All of a sudden, all the windows are gone. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what just yeah. happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's <laughs> on the ledge trying to get another window and there's mm-hmm. no window. Exactly. So he's on the ledge. And there's no other windows, and you know there are mm-hmm. windows. You've seen them, exactly. <laughs> and it's just and like he's on the ledge trying to get, and you don't. There's not. There's not above him, not below him, not on that same ledge, mm-hmm. uh, on that same floor. You're mm-hmm. like, what the freaking hell? <laughs> the apartment um, fills with water when, like, the you know from yeah. the picture and stuff like. It's just like yeah. stuff like that. I just like. And right. like, even with this particular scene where the guy just kind of shows up out of nowhere, like yeah. attacks him from the back and then like, you know, he's freaking out. And then he's like looking yeah. around all of a sudden he's gone. It's like, he's gone. was that, was am really I going there? crazy? Or is that, right. yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, you don't know, is he, is he saying, okay, I'm just, you know, freaking myself out mm-hmm. because I saw the guy, maybe the guy looked like me, but then I saw the other guy attack him and it looked like that guy that I see over here. It's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe it's just me you know, kind of, you know, in my, in my own head, mm-hmm. it's like, wait a minute, this isn't normal. Or I saw something odd and I'm already freaked out. And there's all these mm-hmm. things going on. And it's really just simple things. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, like I said, like the, uh, the clock malfunctioning and mm-hmm. the doorknob and the key breaking off and whatever, you know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. all those little, those are simple things that you can do now that are simple. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, it's sort of like, 
if you go back to some of the older movies, say the 30s, 40s, and 50s, they didn't show all the score. They would do things in like off screen or shadow, mm-hmm. and you would see it, and you would know it's like when the guy's choking somebody out. You wouldn't mm-hmm. see them choking; you would see the shadow of it. Like, exactly. And then, you know, and then you see the guy, you know, show up on camera, and it was like the little sly smirk on his face, or mm-hmm. you know. And in fact, I want to say in say Hitchcock's uh, Psycho, you never saw uh, the stabbing. You nope. saw the knife. Nope. You saw her screaming, and you yep. saw what you thought was blood, but it's mm-hmm. a black and white, so it didn't really look like blood. Exactly. You never really saw it it's 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 all the sort of alluding to it mm-hmm. and in some ways that's better because when you hear the noise off screen and you get the jump scare coming but it doesn't happen mm-hmm. and then you're like what happened to this? oh crap there it is you know and so you're <laughs> you're you're distracted for a moment it's like well i thought there was going to be a thing and you turn oh crap it's <laughs> you know yeah and so um it, it also leaves know, I, things I, to your imagination it so. does and then and then like when he's in the room and even the music in the in when he's in the room that creaky music sound mm-hmm. you're like is that the music is that the room making that noise mm-hmm. is it because it's an old building like i live in an old house so you're like okay so that's an old house it's like and my wife uh the other day was like we had a windows open in the they're old windows and we got storm windows now but the wind was blowing pretty strongly and, and she kept hearing this rattling said, what's that, what's that noise mm-hmm. and i said it freaked me out before too when I was upstairs one, I uh, was downstairs one day, and I kept hearing this really you know, weird noise. Like, what is that noise? And it's the window moving because in the track, it's a little wiggly because it's gotcha. an old house. It's from the 1800s, and it's an old window. But um, so you know, with the screen opened up, and you know, the wind was kind of getting up under it. It was kind of going, mm. you know what I mean? And you're in a house by yourself, and you hear, hear, that's not a normal sound. Exactly. I don't normally hear that sound in my house. But then again, it's not usually really windy, and I don't usually have the windows open. And so you got that thing going on. You're like, oh, okay. Now you're like, oh, you're like okay, okay, I'm good. You know. <laughs> so, but this, but this 14 again, 1408. If you have not seen this movie, you guys have not lived as a scary movie because it's not. Yes, yes. It's not one of like the. It's not like Saw where you got gross and gr- grotesque, right. and nasty gore and stuff. Right. It's there is that in in parts in the movie, but not so much like that. I, I, I mean, it's mostly just practical scary things. And you think like when the guy's going to escape, but then he doesn't, and then mm-hmm. he does certain things and, and whatever. It's just, I don't know. Um, but you almost expect him. I, I mean, honestly, you don't really know what to expect in the movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of interesting because oh, yeah. he's debunked all these other uh, ghost stories and, you know, ends and, and whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in this one, you're like, oh, maybe he's not going to debunk this one at all because yeah, this one's a exactly. real one. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, but that's that's my top pick is 1408 because there's okay. so many, it's so many nail biting moments in that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 a it's a joy it's a joy ride in a scary movie sense of like, man, this is going to be a freaking crazy fun time. Yes. But it will, you know, if you want to be really scared, of course, watching an old house by yourself in, 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 at night. Yeah. Then you'll be like, you know, <laughs> like. I'm never going to a hotel ever. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And then, like, when the cat in the other room walks across that creaky boy and goes, exactly. What was that? That that. Uh, And then you realize it was just a cat walking on a a board that creaks when you walk on it, like you Mm -hmm. know, does for me when I walk on it. Mm -hmm. But I'm in the room, and it's like, uh, uh, oh, that was the cat. That that happened to me. That happened to me last night when I was playing the game, and like, well. There's moments where like there's just there's a lot of moments where there's just like no music. 
and you're just walking. You might hear some creak or something like that. And it was just like, they do the sound so well that it's just like, you actually hear it at different, uh, yeah. different sides of the ear and yeah. everything. And I'm just like, Oh wow, that's really cool. I don't know how well yeah. that translated on when I was, when I was streaming it, but I was like, I would hear it at different sides of my ear and I naturally just want to turn. And then I heard, mm-hmm. um, my AC kick on. And what happens like with the AC, it's just like, it pulls on the door a little, you know, vacuum, whatever, you know, yeah, pressure. Yeah. And it pulled on the door a little bit. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the door is not quite closed and goes. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it had that pressurized. Because mm-hmm. you, did, you didn't quite push it all the way to. Yep. It's good. That, and then it goes click. You're like. <laughs> exactly. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so those, okay. those are my those are my picks. I mean, there's mm. lots of great scary moves out there, but oh, yeah. I think uh, overall, like I said, for me, the keep is a diamond in the rough that I just have a soft spot in my heart for. Mm-hmm. That unfortunately, you're never going to get on on uh, on a DVD or a Blu-ray or anything because Michael Mann and the in the studios have kind of disavowed that film it even exists. Really? Uh, although you can still watch it on uh, Amazon Prime, but but oh, that's interesting because. Okay. Uh, yeah, he Michael Mann won't to this day won't talk about that film because he had such a bad experience with it. But interesting. But ooh, I will say about the keep one thing I didn't say. Huh? This the soundtrack score but done by Tangerine Dream. Man, that's a freaking awesome score. And even the yeah. critics said it was shot well and the music score and the actors were good. It's just the story wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the soundtrack man, that is great. It's the done by the uh, German group Tangerine Dream. They did. Uh, music score for the sorcerer back in the 70s 80s and also for uh michael mann's one of his earlier movies uh thief with james Conn, which is a really good movie too mm-hmm. um so yeah, great soundtrack uh so you can go to youtube and, and stream that it's totally cool it's, it's very uh they, they do very electronic type music um but i mean literally you could listen to the music and kind of see the movie without actually watching it in mm-hmm. your head because of the way the move the music builds in different parts like when they the demons released uh the music shifts and changes and stuff it's really cool so okay. yeah tangerine dream the keep soundtrack on youtube just check it out uh so that was your top three and i actually agree with uh with a couple of those um i do have a different uh yeah three though and um if you actually tuned into our last uh, not last year, but the year before, we did a Halloween special on scariest <laughs> movies, and I did mention that there was a scene in the fourth kind that really yes. unnerved me, and that yes. was the possession possession scenes. Uh, pretty much anything that really they that they showed that was real footage, like mm-hmm. that's where it kind of like it, it it went from like okay feeling like this is a movie to feel like okay this this is this is really 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 creepy because right. it was just something about like the graininess of it you know like the the body convulse convulsions and then you know like okay they add the uh the effect of like okay it's messed up but like when her mouth goes right. wide like that right. <laughs> that's probably that's pretty much when it when i what for me was like okay yeah that when that mouth goes super wide like that i'm like okay yeah the, you you got me on the imagery issue where i'm just like okay that actually sent a little bit of a chill down my spine because like it looked real they did the the visuals in such a way i'm like okay that that looked like her mouth really opened that really opened that freaking wide so and 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 i know like there were um there were issues that you know that that went behind making this film and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. 
Um, a lot of people were not happy about it. Families were not happy about it and stuff like that. But, right. uh, but this, this was definitely one of the, one of the scenes from the fourth kind that was just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, the guy floating above the bed was, uh, mm-hmm. there's a, there's an earlier one in there, like the guys floating above the bed. That one did, as ironically, that one didn't bother me that much, but it was just, there was that. And it was the sound like this. An inhuman sound that came out right. of her mouth as it opened, and it was like, Ooh. Right. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah. kind of like the movie Jacob's Ladder, where the person's mm-hmm. face is kind of and his head is jumping around and contorting, and that mm-hmm. weird sound is happening. Mm-hmm. Is that he's like, this is not normal, and he's a normal guy in a normal situation. Now with yours, like you said, since it's more kind of documentary footage, mm-hmm. it's more realistic. Yes, because it's like this is like a real or. Or at least it takes you out of the element of, hey, it's just an entertaining film. Exactly. It's like it's it's presented almost in a factual way. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's kind of creeping me out. Exactly. Uh, it's kind of like kind of like the movie A Fire in the Sky about the alien thing that was based off a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, wow, this is based off a true story. Holy yeah. cow! I'm not going to drive out. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So I totally get that. And heck, the box art on that movie uh, uh, DVD or uh, back in the day, uh, 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 video mm-hmm. the box art was kind of creepy looking um for the fourth kind or, or the other movie uh no from uh fourth kind fourth kind i remember correctly okay. yeah it's got a creepy looking alien face on it if i remember correctly oh okay um, okay yeah, the like only the, one kind of, yeah that elongated alien type face on it i think it looks really oh, creepy. okay okay i haven't seen that i have to have to, i might have to look that up because i haven't seen that so. i've only ever seen the one that had the owl on it um, that's the only one yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah that one. The owl. Was that one? Yeah, okay, it, okay. Because yeah, it's an owl, but it kind of, if you look at it, you, in a way, it kind of be like that, the gray alien mm-hmm. face a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of the way the eyes are so kind of slanted. and the Exactly. Kind of, so it kind of looks like an owl, but it also looks kind of like an alien. Because mm-hmm. when I first looked at it, I was like, is that an alien? Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they, they definitely like, like I say, imagery mm-hmm. is a is a big thing with uh with with horror movies i mean you have to mm-hmm. you be able to convey that but um also you know like you got to get everything just right you got to get the sound you got to get the the acting and stuff like that so you can buy the situation that's happening and also you have to which i think that horror movies have kind of gotten away from especially when you when they started introducing like the slasher flick and stuff like that yeah and and the torture porn stuff like saw and yeah. uh, other things yeah. is they've gotten away from is like making you care about the characters and that's one of the things like i right. they, they did okay in this movie to us you know i think the acting was good and you did uh, genuinely start to care about some of these characters and their plight that, that they were going through. Um, so, but I think that's something that's really missing from horror movies. It's like, well, they just, they're just like, oh, there's these unlikable characters. So you wind up rooting for them to die, I suppose. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I guess maybe that's just so you don't feel bad when they die or something like that. But I'm like, you're, you're kind of taking away the the horror element because you know like your horror is like you're you're empathizing with these people so it, right. it you feel more dread and more like uh, this is not in your stomach when when you actually care about them so right because i mean yeah. you don't want it to be a i mean you want it to be right so you want movies like this to be as you said you want to invest in the characters so if mm-hmm. they die you feel bad or if they mm-hmm. live you're like yes they made it yes um and that way you have a payoff mm-hmm. you don't want it to be a what like a snuff film where you're watching it purely for the gore and the you know the grotesque nature of it mm-hmm. I, I i don't know i mean if that's uh, the case yeah. watch those old 
watch those old faces of death films i mean, that. I mean <laughs> yeah, those, those have yeah. been out you don't have to go pay i mean you could probably pick them up on youtube or something <laughs> probably for free probably. yeah for free probably yeah so i yeah i think that's that's kind of a I don't know. To me, that's kind of the lazy way to doing it. You know what I mean? It's kind of a lazy way off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I I would agree there. I mean, and it is like I get I get it. It's to each their own. And they like some mm -hmm. people are really into like the whole uh, blood and guts and gore and stuff like that. Like to me, it's either that's the thing is like it's either disgusting, and it's not it's not scary. It's just disgusting, or it's because like some of the effects will be bad enough that like it's actually hilarious when, when you see it well, it's just that like that would be fine uh, yeah. and and i've seen scary movies that are that can that cut that line pretty good mm -hmm. that are both sort of scary but also kind of tongue-in-cheek at the same time yeah yeah uh, fright night the original fright night was kind fright of like night. that um mm -hmm. yeah uh now but see, here's the problem with that is is you start going on that weird path and you get movies like the human centipede and i'm just like no yeah <laughs> no 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 uh, was it tracy morgan no 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 no, no. no. yes no. yes if the look look if no. you have not seen the incident no. human centipede don't don't, don't. <laughs> just don't don't just uh, don't google it nope don't look for images don't go on facebook and ask somebody no yeah just don't Leave it alone. Yes. <laughs> Pretend it doesn't exist, and yes. then hopefully it'll go away. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But it bothers me that movies like that make get 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 you know the Blu-ray treatment, and then the ones the the you know like Jacob's Ladder are just like forgotten. It's like ah oh, no. Okay. Yeah, the keep. It yeah, the you keep. Know, it's like, yeah. Oh, Michael Mann and the and the and was a Paramount or like or whoever they are now. Mm -hmm. Like oh we don't like this and we need to do this. I'm like. Yeah, but people want to see it, though. Exactly. You know, people want to see the behind the scenes. We want to see what was cut out because mm -hmm. you know, if you if you're a fan of movies, you want it to get the right treatment, or you exactly. want to see all because you you kind of want to see what the director had in mind, maybe, and maybe it was actually pretty good, but people just didn't understand it. It's kind of mm -hmm. like with Jacob's Ladder when you first watch it, mm -hmm. or, or at least back in the '90s, maybe they didn't, you know, they didn't. Maybe they thought it was too deep because mm -hmm. it is kind of a deep movie if you really watch it and get into it you're like oh that's weird and then when you watch it go to the end you're like oh wow okay now i get it mm -hmm. you know as opposed to just watching it just to be scared which is okay because you will be scared mm -hmm. um but if you figure it out in my opinion it's like if, it's not like the whodunits if you figure it out you're like oh now i get it mm -hmm. and so it's a payoff there's the payoff exactly like, okay now i get it um and so good movies do that like the shining i mean they at the end you're like holy crap i get mm -hmm. it now Dang. exactly exactly so that's how you do it that's that's the proper way to subvert expectations <laughs> because you actually have an initial payoff at the end that says okay if you were on board for the ride here's your reward exactly yeah. exactly exactly so i'm going to go into i'm going to cheat a little bit i'm not going to use a movie i'm going to use a tv series uh there was a movie it was a movie uh, i think it came in 19 89 or something like that but uh the intro to tales from the dark side series um now if you're just watching this and you know you're just like all right it's you know it's cloudy and then it's like they'll show like the trees and stuff done. like that yeah it's just like all right this looks fine <laughs> this looks great and then you turn on the sound and it's like you have this creepy tone where it's just like and, and like reverb and then you got the guy that's voicing over and stuff like that it's like 
it, it, it promoted a creep factor, even though like some of the episodes weren't necessarily scary because it was like almost like a Twilight Zone type thing. It was just mm-hmm. like the way that they did it, you know, and I would probably credit like the Twilight Zone to having that creepy imagery, you know, in the beginning where it's like, you know, you see the eye floating down, then the eye opens and then there's the doll that mm-hmm. the, that that looks weird, just doesn't look quite right. You know, it's just like just the little Barbie doll. It just doesn't look right. It's like, OK, what, what, what's to do right. with this or whatever? But it's just the way they worked the sound into mm-hmm. and the music and like mm-hmm. there's this little like right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's kind of going yeah. through it it's just like everything that looked all pretty about what the scenery they were showing went mm-hmm. out the window right. <laughs> and now it's like this this bridge is hell i want to go mm-hmm. to this bridge like the wood they frick the woods i want to be out in the woods <laughs> if there was anything right. that scared you about being out in the woods it would be this <laughs> so i remember right. like as a kid that like, this intro would always freak me out and i would actually like if you somebody's probably going to clip this to to constantly remind me of it or whatever, but I would actually (laughs) leave the room until the intro was over. (laughs) Then I would come back and watch the show because it creeped me out so much. And I would like, I would actually like see it. If I close my eyes at night, I would see it and hear Mm -hmm. it. I'm like, no, (laughs) stop. (laughs) I don't want to listen. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Well, um, actually, if I remember correctly, some of the other scary, uh, uh, shows did kind of a similar type intro sort of like that where it sort of uh made you feel sort of normal but sort of sort of off-centered normal a little bit it's mm-hmm. like uh, you know kind of the outer limits would have that same kind of feel back in the day mm-hmm. it says we have control of your tv you know we right the right, the heart right. Uncle, you know um and then of course like ray bradbury theater probably did that a little bit mm-hmm. um uh, so you had that, uh, the night gallery, uh, was another one that Rod Serling did. So they would have kind of had that similar vein of, uh, making it sort of normal, but not normal or, you know, it's like, uh, sort of that normal voice, but whereas this one, then you had the creep at the, uh, the crypt keeper voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you had that music that was kind of, and that music was sort of off key, I think. If I yes. Yes. It was so very, you're very, like, yeah okay it's sort of weird it's kind of like it's kind of like uh listening to a church bell that's a little off in the distance and you hear it at night mm-hmm. it's kind of creepy i mean you know they're supposedly you know religious songs mm-hmm. but if they're sort of off key and played a little slower than normal time you hear in the church or whatever mm-hmm. it sounds a bit odd yes and you're like yes. this sounds a little bit weird yeah and yeah. it's dark and you're you know you're outside or something and you hear you know person which don't see them you hear a shuffle mm-hmm. and you hear that noise kind of like i i think i mentioned that to you before uh that kind of remind me of that uh, poltergeist 2 uh, yeah the <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, uh you know preacher kind of mm-hmm. guy and i'm like quick going house <laughs> <laughs> yeah i get to me i get to me that sometimes that sometimes that music when you play that especially like classical music or like if you what was it up on die hard you slow down christmas music it sounds a little off and off yeah and there's something yeah. you're like there's something not quite right about it so it's supposed of... to make you feel uncomfortable exactly exactly they, they were successful at least for me like they were successful with that one i mean like as a kid i can watch it now and i'm fine but it's just like i still have those memories of when i was a little kid yeah. and it would come on and i'm just like and it's so funny because it's like freddy krueger 
I laughed at Freddy Krueger. I thought he was funny, you know, <laughs> and, you know all of these other, I mean, well, I mean, yes, he was, you know, big, big cracking jokes and stuff, but it was like, there was these, all these classic horror movies with, with the exception of a, you know, a select few, but they were all these classic, you know, horror slasher, but I was like, I would either laugh at them or just kind of like brush it off and be like, yeah, hey, I was fine, you know, but mm -hmm. Tales of the Dark Side intro, come on. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> and, and that's the cool part. Cause like, if you think about when you were a kid and you were like, from my example of, I had a really long hallway in my house. Now, while I was a kid, mm. so to me, it was really long, even though it wasn't mm -hmm. that long. And it had a light switch on both ends. And so, you know, my brothers and sisters, you know, as a little kid, you know, you kind of get scared of the dark. As you're walking down the hall, they turn the light off on you. And you're like, oh, my God. And you run to your bedroom real quick because mm -hmm. you're like, you don't want the creatures in the dark to get you. Exactly. Uh, but every, and, and that's the thing. And that's that kind of primal fear to the folks it's like you know you're scared of the dark because we're daytime dwelling creatures essentially mm -hmm. and so you know when the light goes out you're like oh i don't like that <laughs> exactly and it's just that's just good because that that plays into that same you know that same fear of the unknown mm -hmm. exactly so yeah exactly. I, I totally get that yeah and even with like i said just just regular these are just normal like still shots of like mm -hmm. shrubbery and there's some maybe some yeah. You know, stock video, Stream, whatever. Red, yeah, uh, and uh, and just like you, you add something on top of it, and it just everything looks sinister. Yeah. <laughs> everything is suspicious. You're like, nope, mm -hmm. I ain't doing it, not doing it, or whatever. And oh, yeah. it, uh, to, before I get into the next one, because you were talking about like you know, like the long hallway and someone, I saw mm -hmm. this picture one time, and it was a bathroom that was like up, like way. I felt like it was an attic almost, or whatever, mm -hmm. and it was taken at at night, obviously. And it's like, okay, you got the toilet, you got the tub and everything that's there. And then you had the staircase that was leading downstairs and it was pitch black. <laughs> it was pitch black. And yeah. the guy that was talking about it in the video, he's like, man, I'm just going to sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I ain't going back downstairs. <laughs> so, um, yeah. all right. So I'm going to get into uh, my next one here and... This one is from The Exorcist, and this is yeah. the infamous spider, was like, as they're calling it, the spider walking scene. Um, yeah. This was actually supposed to be filmed a whole lot differently. They, the, uh, the, I, I've seen like the, the unreleased footage of it, whatever, and where she goes downstairs, she flick kind of snakes over, and then she's like, her tongue is coming out kind of like a snake, and she's crawling at people and, you know, almost attacking them in, in a sense. And it was like that, it was like borderline funny, which is like, okay, I understand why they changed it. Uh, right. Because. I don't know. It was it was it was a little bit too real the way like the the actresses reacted to that. Right. <laughs> it was a little too real. I was just like, all right, I think they actually were a little bit freaked out and they ran. Right. Uh, but this one, this one is probably the reason why crawling messes with me so much. And again, <laughs> it's it's like like if I see crawling in a movie, it like or somebody's crawling around, it kind of freaks me out. But when she right. comes downstairs. And it's just, there's, it's, it's almost, it's horrifying in a way, just because like, there's also sound behind it where it's right. like, this is not, she's not heavy enough 
to be making this bump, 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 bump down the stairs. And then like, you know, she just stops, she opens her mouth and there's just like this blood coming out or whatever. But that's one of the reasons why crawling, like crawling in a certain way, like anytime they would do crawling in the movies, it would freak me out a little bit. I'm like, stop. <laughs> well, um, have you seen the movie In the Mouth of Madness? No, I haven't seen that they do one. This, they do this, this same, this is one of those gory type scary movies as well. Mm -hmm. uh, John Carpenter. Okay. Um, and uh yeah um uh sam neil was in it sam neil i think is really good in these kind of movies mm -hmm. um as the, as the uh investigator to find it and he's with the, i think her name is julie carmen and mm -hmm. she does that you know she comes out in the car and she's all like and it, i think they had a person who was a contortionist do this okay. and they do that weird like and she comes yeah. out she does a little and then she's upside down and her mm -hmm. head's all twisted she's kind of walking towards him and he's freaking out yeah. because she's moving i mean she's moving in a not normal way mm -hmm. up kind of upside down with her head twisted so mm -hmm. that's not normal um yeah there's that's, yeah there's that a... would freak you out to let you know there's a there's a scene have you seen uh what's that m night Shyamalan movie the visit um have you seen that one with the two kids they're visiting their grandparents no no there's what no. there's a scene in there where they, like there's no no music there's nothing right. like that because it's like supposed to be like a found footage type thing there's no music or anything but like the grandmother is just slowly crawling towards the door then. and i'm just like close it close it close it <laughs> close the door i was like grandmother yeah. or not i'm like nope you ain't coming <laughs> stand up and walk correctly and i'll talk to you <laughs> i'm not yeah. talking to you like this wow. but yeah yeah this is this was one of the scenes actually i'm gonna play it here with the sound so they people can hear people can hear it because it's it's just the it's just the way like she comes downstairs and like like I said, it's the thump, 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 thump. And it's so fast and it's like, it's inhuman, you know? It's like, all right, right you know, like if somebody were actually doing that, you'd barely hear anything, but it's the stomping that accompanies this. So, you know, like something is just not right, you know? So, right. so yeah, so that's the, the, that's why crawling kind of freaks me out a little bit. Not with babies. Babies are fine. I can do with babies crawling, <laughs> but you know, well, like you grow. Well, hey, <laughs> let me, let me say about my dad and his, his crazy sense of humor. I get that long, dark hallway when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, my dad was, was quite the practical joker and like he scared the crap out of us kids as, as guys tend to do with their kids, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, at least back, at least that generation. So yeah, he uh, took one of my mother's wigs and he put it over his his <laughs> head in such a way that the 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 hair was in his face kind of like the girl from the ring coming out of the, the, gotcha. the thing mm -hmm. yeah and so you know as i'm watching a, a a saturday night show or something and and he he says he yells to me he's like help me help me and, and i go to the thing and i turn a light on and i see him getting pulled like pulled into the bedroom mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden he comes back out with the wig and he's like crawling <laughs> and like, oh my god <laughs> oh man he's got like the hair in his face and i guess he's like i don't know i forget i, I don't recall what he was wearing mm -hmm. uh unless he threw like my mother's you know nightgown or nightgown but the robe on or something 
so you look kind of different and they come out crawling towards you with the the hair and he's like ah, mm-hmm. you know making ah, sounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah probably yeah that's probably why i'm scared of the dark to this day <laughs> see that's a good way if like you know depending on who you mess with that's a good way to get kicked <laughs> so well not not from not from that distance though. yeah like, we're, yeah we're talking, you're talking like a 20-foot hallway so he's right he's down right. at the other end and i'm down here in the living room kind of mm-hmm. thing you know it was my mm-hmm. straight, straight, really long hallway kind of thing. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. You know, I wasn't going down there to get kicking, kicking anything. Uh, <laughs> I was running the other way. Uh, Don't you know, blame you. Crawling up on top of the china cabinet or something. <laughs> throw don't ditches down you. at it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But uh, yeah. so I'm getting to my last, uh, my number one, uh, the one that's still unnerves me every time i watch it 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 does genuinely give like it probably won't now because like i'm talking about it and like i'm gonna be positive and stuff like that but like anytime like i watch it in a normal setting it always sends a chill down my spine it's very unnerving and that's the the scene from paranormal activity where katie Um, is drug out of the bed and drug down the hallway mm -hmm. because there's a lot that goes into this it's not just the action itself the action itself is is pretty terrifying because you know it's like where where do where do you always go as a kid into your bed you jump under the covers right. that's your safe Safety space under- <laughs> right. you're safe under the covers exactly or are you exactly and you know there's sleeping it's normal everything's fine and then it's just like okay it's little movements here and there that kind of like oh okay what's what's going on here and what's happening you know you just see your foot move and next thing you know she's on the floor now obviously she could probably just i'm like oh i just fell out of bed this is fine and then she gets dragged and at that particular point there's there's this there's this level of, of of acting that these two do, and I don't know how many takes they've done this in or whatever. Because you can imagine they probably did this in quite a few takes to get it right mm-hmm. and to 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 get the correct one. But it was like her screaming, visceral. Like it, it, it's like she's you can hear the horror in her in her voice. And when he goes and and runs after her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, and, and and I gotta you know commend off the the heroics of running after her or whatever and and grabbing her, but there's this there's this thing that like he's yelling you know let go and he's he's you can like you just hear it all you do you don't see anything because they go into mm-hmm. like the shadow after a while you don't see anything right. but you can hear him yelling no like like really like he's trying to like say like don't take you know my girlfriend don't like he's really trying to save her life and it's like you can hear the fear in her voice as well as the fear in his voice right and then like you know like seen as they go into the bedroom and they're crying and you know he's holding her and everything like that and it's just like every time it gets me and i think probably the reason why it's not bothering me now because there's no sound but still it's like every time it gets me because it's like it's so there's the optics of it, obviously. Like I said, mm-hmm. we're talking about like invading your safe space, taking you away from your safe space, but yeah. also just the you're acting. You're very vulnerable that would... in your bed sleeping. Yes, exactly. I mean, you're, you're totally vulnerable. Exactly, but it was also the acting that went into it. Like they, right. they, they, 
whatever like you want to judge their acting and throughout the movie or whatever like i i, I think it's passable just because i'm like mm-hmm. well there's some they're not they're supposed to just be regular people you know they're supposed right. to not be all that interesting and bore they're supposed to be kind of boring you know so right. it's like you have these <laughs> yeah you're supposed to have like so these... normal people like why would this happen to us we're just normal exactly people. exactly it's like these are just normal people living a normal mm-hmm. life and then yep. these things are happening to them and it's you know like it, there's always that creep factor, but that one just kind of like, that's the one that was just like, I don't know why, how you guys st- even stayed there. Like, I, you know, regardless of whether this demon's going to follow her or not, like, we're sleeping somewhere else. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We're going well, somewhere else. You know, else. with this movie you're saying, and it's kind of like with 1408, mm-hmm. is, is really, there's not a lot of actors in it. It's, it's just, is that they have to pull off these scenes by themselves. Right. It's like with John Cusack in 1408, it's pretty much mostly just him exactly. reacting to things and holding, um, you know, your interest for that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, and that's impressive that they could do things like this in these type of movies that it really speaks volumes of, of why, you know, we consider them kind of the top scary moments is that they're simple moments, but that again, taps into our kind of simple primal fears of what's that noise, what's scared of the dark, and, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're, you're in your bed, you know, that, like, if you're a kid, that's, you know, it's like, when you're a kid, you get a bike, that's kind of cool, and that's like your freedom, and your bed mm-hmm. is like your home base, exactly. and you're safe on home base. Exactly. And so, you know, that's why you, you get hunker under the cover so the monsters don't eat your legs. And, exactly. And, um, so, yeah, it's really interesting how those movies that they have, uh, like you said, the this just a few people uh in this case the couple mm-hmm. like holding it down uh that well in that specific uh you know situation of it's just them mm-hmm. selling that moment like so you can't even really see anything because exactly. it's all kind of off camera exactly uh, but yeah absolutely yeah so that, that one that one always takes number one um uh, <laughs> This, I mean, this is still one of my favorite horror movies to this day. Like, even just just because, like, I, I, I got to give a whole lot of props to the simplicity and just using, like I said, like simple stuff like fishing line to shut a door because you can't see it. It doesn't right. show up on camera right. So, like, yeah. or it doesn't show up on camera correctly. So, you just, you know, using that to shut a door because you can't see it and stuff like that to move something, you know. Like, I, I still don't know how they did this. I still don't know how they did that. <laughs> Drug her out of bed and then, like, yeah, I still don't know how they did it. You know, like probably not a real ghost. <laughs> I don't know if like they they digitally edited like somebody was on like in a green suit and then like they just digitally removed him or whatever. But like I don't know how yeah. they did the whole dragon down the hall. I understand like falling out of bed is probably mostly her just kind of sliding right. down after like okay like maybe use some fishing line to lift her foot up a little bit and then all right mm-hmm. she just slides she just does the rest of the work. But like dragging down the hall with nothing's seeing nothing and i'm just like i don't know how they did that and so <laughs> props they to did them. it like that they did it like that jamiroquai uh video where they moved the room you know, like the guy was like so they, when he, she, she, she she wasn't pulled she actually slid okay. you know, like they, they, they tilted it mm-hmm. like the inception they did the inception thing gotcha, gotcha. just move the whole just move the yeah, yeah the move the whole thing. room Okay, so those are our top three scary moments. Whatever your top three scary moments are, list them down from horror movies or even for any movie, really. Whatever scared you, post them down in the comments below. We would love to know what those are. So mm-hmm. we're going to go into our last topic of the day, and that is all about The Shadow, a 1994 
<laughs> there was a lot of that <laughs> there yeah. was a lot of that there was a lot of that um i uh, again we talked about this during our our remakes uh mm-hmm. our remakes uh episode and I, I was this is one of the movies where i was where i wasn't sure if they should remake it or not i don't i didn't know if it warranted one or not and I'm going to give my thoughts on that again, so I'm going to readdress that question because I didn't really have an answer for it because I had, like all I remembered is what I saw as a kid, and I remember right. really liking it as a kid, mm-hmm. and even to this day, I watched it earlier today as uh, you know as we're recording this early today. I was on the treadmill, watched the whole thing, and I was like, man, this was this was fun. This was fun. I really dug, right. I still really dug it. So. Um, so we're gonna go into some of the some of the good and some of the I have some bad, but it's only sort of, you know. Right. It's like okay, it's not it's it's eh, it's criticism, you know, negative criticism, but it's not like it broke anything, you know. And, and my and at least in, in my personal anyway, it didn't really nothing right. that I have that really broke anything. It was just uh, some stuff was hokey, but I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, yeah. First thing I'm gonna go into the score is amazing. The score, yeah. <laughs> the musical Absolutely. score. Is amazing. Um, uh, I think yes, yes, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah, I mean, he's one of those movie powerhouse. Uh, gosh, I think he might have did Last of the Mohicans. I think. Oh, actually, the the director was Russell Mulcahy, wasn't it? From I uh, uh, did think Highlander, uh, I think, original Highlander movie, uh, if I remember correctly. He's actually so. a, he's yeah, a pretty yeah, good actor, it was yeah. director too. Um, now, I will say this movie. Uh, the look of it reminded me of a Sam Raimi film. It did. It did. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't. It did because the the camera angles, the shots, like like uh, Evil Dead Two mm. and you know, some of the Spider Man, just how the just how the the close ups were and the the framing and and the colors and it reminded me a lot of. Uh, in fact, it remind, it actually reminded me a lot of the movie Dark Man by Sam Raimi. Oh uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, okay, it really, okay. Really did mm-hmm. just because again the zooms and the things and mm-hmm. um so what were your what are you gonna do are you gonna start with good or bad i'm starting with goods i'm starting with goods and like i said the uh score was amazing um uh you know jerry goldsmith he also did gremlins and mm-hmm. uh what else did he do um i think he did uh, uh silverado i think yeah poltergeist uh, he did poltergeist, poltergeist yes yeah, yeah poltergeist yeah, jerry goldsmith and... you can't really go I mean, if you can't get John Williams, you go with Jerry Goldsmith, probably. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you know what? They actually did that. The boss of Jurassic Park was Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. It wasn't John Williams. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can't get John there Williams. You there you go. <laughs> in the pudding right there. <laughs> so uh, to piggyback on what you were saying before, like really, really good use of camera angles. And what I, what I really appreciated from even from that era is like they right. really captured – the essence of like like a comic book film you know like or comic books in general just oh, like yeah, certain yeah, yeah. still shots and stuff were just done so well and like it, like you could pause almost any frame of the movie mm-hmm. and get something really cool you know just like pausing that it's like you see that all right that's that's that, a comic that is, book yeah, cover that right is there. really cool i again the framing the view the color the shading mm-hmm. the lighting the smoke use, the yes. costuming, all mm-hmm. that. I mean, even the the face is kind of again. He looks again, kind of the demon thing. Mm-hmm. He looks sort of like a man, oh. but his face is a little odd. Mm-hmm. So that's that to me is like you know, it's like when you see a person, it looks like a person, mm-hmm. but then they're they were scarred in some way. You kind of like, ooh. 
I mean, you don't you don't hor- look at them horrifically. You just kind of like, oh, that right. just kind of startled me. I wasn't, you know, or like when you see a person to, you know, like for myself sometimes, you see a person and they're missing a limb. You're like, right. you see the person, the person, you're like, okay, all of a sudden he's missing an arm. You're like, oh, or his, mm-hmm. or his arm is, you know, like he uh, amputated and like he's got part of an arm and you just sort of like, oh, and it just kind of takes you back for a moment because you're not seeing what you thought you saw. Yes, And this exactly. is kind of the same thing with the shadow because mm-hmm. again, the whole premise of it is you don't really see him. Mm-hmm. He's in the shadow and mm-hmm. he is a shadow essentially. Right, um, And right. so like at the very beginning when he's, when he's fighting on the bridge and you base, you see sort of a, a, a glimpse of something mm-hmm. and people are like, I don't know what that is. And it's, you see like a, a, a apparition type moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Totally, totally effective. Yes. Very, very good. Very good. I said like the, they, they captured like a comic book style in, in um, and blended that with their, with their noir style. Cause mm-hmm. like I said, the mm-hmm. use of shadows, no pun intended, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, like the use of shadows to do certain things and emphasize certain, certain looks, you know, just like, you know, this one here with Alec Baldwin, right. his main character, but just like certain things that they would do. And the lighting just, across his eyes. Exactly. And his eyes kind of glowing as you're trying to kill cloud men's minds exactly exactly and i i i really appreciated that like Mm -hmm. just the visuals i thought that was really good i think the effects were really good like it's 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 hard to like uh some of them were iffy but until the the, maybe right at the end uh, but but the up to the ending part yes Mm -hmm. ending with the battle uh with the con i'm like mm-hmm. right right yeah yeah that one yeah yeah, yeah the fire fire scenes are cool yeah mm-hmm. those are all great but that mm-hmm. end bit i'm like because i was all on board until that end battle between the two of them I'm like i'm like oh yeah need that well yeah like, yeah and um, that was that was one of the things that i was going to like talk about like uh, you know just like mm-hmm. negative critique or whatever but um yeah i would say the but, yeah. shadows effects the sh- the effects yes. of the shadow were, were actually yes. really decent and mm-hmm. um like i said some of that wasn't even like they like they had uh now the sun wants to come out <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> uh, but yeah some of the effects were like you know, it was just, it was just literally a shadow, but like just a shadow just appearing. I think they only had the one real shot where like he came out of the wall and I was like, I was looking at it. I was like, I, I know they don't have it in HD, but I was looking, I was like, this actually looks, that still looked pretty good, you know, especially mm-hmm. for its time. I'm like that. Right. Yeah. If I saw that, you know, just like, yeah, they, like they they played up on that really well like played up on using the shadows and using those effects so i think like when they when they had to show something they did and when they didn't have to they they use that i think you really well that maybe it was had to do with budget you know i'm sure alec baldwin right. cost a lot as well as some of the other actors well, he was hot. that was the time he was pretty hot i think mm-hmm. uh uh he did beetlejuice in the later 80s and i think he mm-hmm. just did uh Hunt for Red October right before this film. So yeah, mm-hmm. he was probably pulling down some some pretty good coin because mm-hmm. Hunt for Red October was a real popular movie. Yes. Um yes. and he was, you know, starring opposite uh like was it uh, Scott Glenn and uh Sean Connery. So mm-hmm. he was a exactly. Bit, he passed away. exactly. Um so yeah, he 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 would have uh he would have he would have had a, a good size check. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes, exactly. Because I think he did uh, like I say he did Beetlejuice like a few years before this, uh a few other films uh that were pretty popular. Um mm-hmm. Um, so he was he was a hot ticket item at that point, and then I think he went to I think he went to TV pretty much right after that, because mm-hmm. um, he was I think he started out in TV. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, but yeah, you know, hey, he was a good looking guy. He's in shape. Yeah. I mean, uh, and you know what? This movie reminded me of, I think I told you this last time when we did talk about this briefly, mm-hmm. is this movie is the live action version of the animated Batman series. Yep. Because yep. it looks like the animated Batman series. Exactly. Because I want to say they're in the 30s, I think, is mm-hmm. what they are. Right after the World cars, War I. Yeah. Yeah, the cars are great. Um, the, the, the costumes are great, of course. Mm-hmm. Everything looks good. Of course, everybody's carrying a... a Tommy gun, you know, Thompson submachine gun, because mm-hmm. this was back in the 30s, like the gangsters would do. Mm-hmm. And I think this this came out around the same time as movies like uh, Dick Tracy came out as well. Mm-hmm. So you had that kind of look about it too, with the colors and the mm-hmm. sort of the bad guys looking a certain way. And right. I'll right. say John Lone as as Khan, that's a bad guy, Khan, mm-hmm. uh, that dude handed up like crazy, but man, he chewed up some scenes. Um, but he has that. John Lone is a is a great actor who can really play about anything, mm-hmm. um, and he's kind of very underrated. Um, I know he played the the Iceman in the movie Iceman, mm-hmm. so he was in a lot of heavy makeup, but uh, totally was able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, he played uh, Madame Butterfly uh, with the opposite Jeremy Irons as mm-hmm. the uh, as the woman who was not obviously a woman, mm-hmm. um, and a few others, uh, the Hunted with the uh, um who was it uh, uh what's his name um the uh christopher lambert or lambert since he's <laughs> um a few others like that but he plays a really good bad guy mm-hmm. uh but john lone has been in some great films like uh the last emperor of china just right. that's just again it's a gorgeous looking film you guys mm-hmm. see, you see that so it's a long film it's beautiful uh to look at with the mountains mm-hmm. um but yeah john lone I literally just like takes takes over the scene i mean he's i mean he's supposed to be like that because he's he's a descendant of the con he's supposed to be because he wants to be you know right exactly king of the world. exactly so he's supposed to be that way but it that's the, he's the actor who can actually pull that off mm-hmm. um and he's a very under underrated actor yes I, I i would agree i would agree um he had fun in this film you definitely saw yeah yeah <laughs> fun in this movie that's, that's all that matters so <laughs> So um, I would also say, like, for the most part, there was some decent acting. Um, I I, I did have there were some weird line reads that I'm like, all right, was that a first take? And you went with it or whatever. You're running low on time or something. You only had these (laughs) actors for a second. So it was just like it was just really weird because, like, the only reason they really stood out was because, well, the, the acting had been pretty solid up till this point and then all of a sudden it was right. like oh wait a minute why why is it weird now <laughs> so uh, well but, i mean you know they don't, one, they don't like one or I two guess lines when they shot the scene too because maybe they shot that scene earlier on when people were you know saying like oh this is a cheesy comic book type movie but then maybe the director says something later on hey uh let's eh, turn it down a little bit and, and maybe mm-hmm. like you said that that was a better shot Mm-hmm. Uh, just because maybe they, they thought it looked good at the time, might have sounded good, but then it's like, no, maybe not. Right. Um, right. But yeah, but it's it's a comic book movie. That's that's the thing, especially back then. Because uh, didn't uh, Batman come out kind of right before this one? Uh, uh, this was nineteen ninety four. Batman was eighty nine. I think Batman Returns might have came out right before this one, or like alongside of it. Okay. Um, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. it has that same feel about it. Like I said, it has that same feel about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, but those Batman movies were more modern settings, whereas right. this, uh, like I said, it was actually set back in the time of when the Shadow was, you know, radio serial kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which again, I love because the, the the 
the music was cool. The cars were cool. Mm-hmm. The, the suits, I mean, all that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I love the, hey, if you have a movie with a pneumatic tube in it, I am 100%. <laughs> I mean, that pneumatic tube was awesome. I love that. We and love I, my wife and I, my wife loves a pneumatic tube. I'm just being honest. <laughs> like we could have a tube. She's like, we should install a tube to go places and send messages. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of like that idea too. That's probably why we're married. <laughs> it was all the automatic tubes it's like these all about that, tubes, and it was man. just like it's all about pneumatic tubes <laughs> it went on from there um yeah i we like going by the bank and looking at theirs it's, it's great i it, and that's one of the things like i did appreciate and like um like not only just visual wise but but plot wise like you know using these certain um the mechanisms and mm-hmm. and using people you know, these right. people like that he's live, he, that that he saved. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. now you owe me, you know, and right. he has all of these agents that that's working with him right. and for him everywhere. So that makes a lot of what he does more plausible, you know, because yes. it, it, and people that know who he is, well, like they would understand like, OK, this is, you know, to serve a greater good. And this is where I would probably say he has a leg up on Batman because it's like, yeah. yes, I know that Batman is rich. And wealthy and he does the whole playboy thing same with uh same with um uh same with lamont craston yeah you know, same with yeah. him so he has the whole playboy wealthy, thing so going. they don't yeah. really talk about it but yeah he's wealthy yeah so like i do understand like he's good he, he he can keep some secrets to himself but you know you have to wonder like okay he's he's after a while it's like you're going to need allies you know and mm-hmm. to, to get information to to educate you on things that you are not educated on and, and stuff. And I guess the, the difference would be that, you know, Bruce Wayne is a genius and Lamont's not really. So, uh, but he does have, well, but, he's not a genius, but he uh, uses his network of people mm-hmm. to kind of put the right people in the right jobs. Right. Like he goes, when he saves the guy at the beginning, um, he contacts him later to get a middle analogy of the, of the coin. Mm-hmm. So he's putting the right, and, he, and he's going to the right people. So mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like, he doesn't know all the, the data, but it can find out where it, you know, who yes. knows it. Yes. So his network is great. So he's a good networking type person. Mm-hmm. And I also love the fact in this film, they use the, um, for the most part, they use the eras uh, specific and appropriate uh, technology, mm-hmm. like the pneumatic tubes. And like, he didn't have his own car. He didn't have any real gadgets, right. although he did have like secret compartments, but that's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, castles back built back in the 1100s have secret rooms, you know mm-hmm. I mean? So that's not anything, you know, far fetched. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all appropriate into that kind of time, you know, kind of time frame and timeline. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like in Batman where you had the, you know, bat jet and the bat boat and the bat car and then whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. and you know, all these gadgets and stuff. He just, it's just him using kind of a mystical way of getting things done. Right. Uh, which again, is sort of the non-scientific part of it, mm-hmm. but they kind of, now, and honestly, the the initial setup is a little odd in my opinion of this, this guy is going to teach him how to do this. And, and, and that's, and that's, that's one of the criticisms that I that yeah, was actually going right. to get into that. That's a little weird, but um, I did want to like, like, um, kind of kind of picky like again it's like keeping on that um like okay using these people to to uh to help him accomplish his goals or whatever and realizing that like these it's cool that these people actually realize that you know he's working towards something something good or whatever but um there was 
there was a moment that you were talking about, like, you know, with secret compartments and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I really appreciated is when he went into like that little alleyway, that little secret mm-hmm. alleyway, flipped this little switch or whatever, and all right, this opened this little compartment door. If you look down that alleyway, while that door is open, you still can't really see it. And I was like, you know, you you think about like, you yeah. know, the, the the trope that you would see is like, all right, well, the brick would move. And it's like, okay, if somebody was just walking by mm-hmm. and it was just like, oh, hey, what's going on down there or whatever. It's like, even though like it opened, it still didn't really look like it was, oh, it still didn't look like anything significant. So even he had left it open, right. people, w- it wouldn't catch people's eye or anything. It was just like, right. oh. Because just... as soon as you walked in, I mean, the, the wall, the wall moved back. So right. If you look, you would just see a wall. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. You know, exactly. you know, I mean, buildings have recessed walls, and then mm-hmm. there's a wall out. That's fine. But then, it, then he walked down, and they made a left turn and hit another switch, and then it 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 went back. Right. Um, yeah. So you wouldn't necessarily notice that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had, you know, kind of the secret, I don't know, sanctum or sanctuary or whatever you call. It. I think called it sanctum. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had that, which is cool. And of course, you had inside there, you had like a little secret uh, compartment when he was there with the con, and he 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 took he. he Used the lever with his foot, and it was a gun, and he had the gun. You know, yes. I was like, I was like, ah, yes. that's clever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. I mean, but yeah. that's just real practical stuff. Yeah, I mean, and, but and, I think it's worth noting because I feel like a lot of uh, movies, like they don't think about these little details or whatever, mm-hmm. like some stuff that you would that's almost kind of taken for granted now, or that like you just don't. You don't really think about all that much when you see the newer movies, but they have these like get some of these older movies, like just the level of detail that they would go into. Just like somebody thought of that, somebody had to right. have thought of that. Just been like, okay, this is going to be in an open area, like it's still an alleyway, yes, but like, mm-hmm. okay, if somebody were to just walk by. You know, like they would, you'd see this big open door, and all of a sudden it just closes in on itself. And it's like, even when he opened it, if you were to look down the alleyway, because they shot it in that, in that, you know, mm-hmm. in a way that was like looking down the alley, I was like, still can't really see it all that much. Right. And then it's yeah. like, well, is he just going into some back door somewhere? And even if you saw him walk in, it's like, oh, he maybe just, there's a back door back there. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh, As yeah. a passerby, you, you're not going to notice anything. It's right. not going to catch your eye. And I'm just like, that's, that's you know details like that i appreciate you know like the network mm-hmm. of people that he's working with i appreciate stuff like that it's like i said that he gets information he gets um you know he has people's help he has resources right. that he can call mm-hmm. upon you know to to do certain things or whatever and still kind of ma- maintain his anonymity to a certain degree because like all right he can go in and actually just talk to these people as lamont and it's right. just be like, oh, well, Lamont's just, he's wearing the ring. So uh, he's, he's one he's, of them. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the other thing is, I don't know much about the character specifics other than the film I saw mm-hmm. um, and a little bit of the radio kind of thing of where it became famous. But mm-hmm. he's, from my understanding, he's not a famous person like, say, Bruce Wayne is mm-hmm. because Bruce Wayne's from old family and there's a history of his parents being killed and he has, a, you know, he owns these companies. As From my understanding, it's, he's just a, a wealthy dude like i mean if it's like a dude you'd see on the street like mm-hmm. driving a tesla you wouldn't know that he's very famous other than he looks like his guy has a nice car mm-hmm. and so in that regard you know most people would just say oh it's just a guy in a suit right okay, it's just a dude right you know i'm yeah. um, not like oh isn't that isn't that george clooney or oh isn't that brad pitt you know or isn't that you know tesla guy or the mm-hmm. you know uh, elon musk or whatever right you know, right because he's not anybody super famous mm-hmm. like he's always in the paper like bruce wayne would be you know right right this russian supermodel or something Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so in that regard you're like all right cool now the one thing i did i did say uh i will say that the little rings 
Mm -hmm. when they would glow that Mm -hmm. that's a little bit of the technology uh, other outside of the norm i would think Mm -hmm. um because i'm just like "Eh, i don't know i mean uh, that that's that's a little bit that takes you out of it a little bit yeah yeah because it's like okay these glow why do they glow how does this how how does this happen you know (laughs) how does that happen and apparently the big crazy wristwatch was a you know, a little bit more realistic because obviously we have those now, exactly. uh, even though it's a little bit before it's time, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think that, I think, I think overall um, there, there are some, there are some elements like, you know, we, 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 we just got into one right there, but like overall, I think the story is pretty decent. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I did like not no no major plot holes or anything like that. I was like, I'm able to follow everything, everything. Seem to flow. Uh, the only thing, right. like, um, and I would say this: like, the action is good quite a few mm-hmm. times, but there are like going into like some of the negative criticisms. There are times where it gets a little bit hokey. You know, yeah. like he'd be shooting somebody and they go flying, and it's just like, like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like bullets don't work like that, you know. So right. it's like little little things like that, you know, like knocking people into flips and whatever. And I'm just like, okay, right. right. Well, and again, I want to say, was it at the end that battle between Khan and the Shadow? Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a mm, not about that. Um, yeah. And the other part, what was it? The uh, the chasing of the 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 you know the you know doomsday device of them chasing it around the building yes yes yeah very silly uh, very like they're just roll uh, they're chasing it all of a sudden it's chasing them now and it's just like yeah but that's just kind of like yeah, yeah. And, it was, and that's the other thing is like so this you know the building wasn't torn down the con clouded people's minds so mm-hmm. the whole city mm-hmm. really just didn't even think there was a building there it was an empty lot right um but then apparently he had installed on there a rotating floor. I guess I don't. I don't know. Uh, it's like, or maybe, and maybe the hotel already had it. I'm like, maybe. I was like, oh, you know, you're not going to pay your bill, huh? Okay, I yeah, got well, you. Well, good thing to get. Good thing to put in a rotating, tilting floor, and this is what I wanted. Yeah, I like there there's stuff. It, it's so, it's so interesting, like because there's like there's stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is grounded for the most part you know like especially like you know just realizing that the shadow even though he does have these powers like there's still a mm-hmm. sense of mortality to him you know right, he yes. can get shot he can get sh- shot, get yeah. Stabbed. yeah. Mm-hmm. and and then they'll do something like that where it's just like oh, okay what <laughs> it, yeah, it kind of yeah. throws off the tone of the movie for it and it's even just for like a few seconds but it's just like right really <laughs> you know yeah. um and I would say the villain, even though he was well played, I would say he probably deserved a bit more development because you right. know he's one of those. Yes, he is a descendant of Khan, but he's also a, a failed student uh, or a rogue student from the same school that you know that Lamont went to right. um, in Tibet. I think it's Tibet, and it was like, mm-hmm. okay, he was he's he's a rogue student, but it was like, man, it would have been nice to kind of see like oh why you know just mm-hmm. just kind of understand him a little bit more other than just like okay my i was i'm a descendant of khan i'm going to take over the world you know and, and be the ruler like like khan wanted to be and it was like uh okay right. but 
you know, you, you, I, Genghis Khan, I get, you're a different person. I think you need a little bit, you know, we need a little bit more meat on his bones. Like I said, played well, just, uh, you know, you get to where like, okay, g- generic super, super villain at, at, at this point or whatever. And he was like, he was stronger than, um, he was stronger than uh, Lamont uh, or the shadow yeah. at, at certain right. points. So we're just like, okay, yeah, yeah, it was actually good. Um, and that's where well, we're getting to like, he was able to tame the magic dagger. Mm-hmm creature thing and he had more, he actually had it and yes. yeah had um, more discipline. And, but the other thing that we talked about is like but why would this enlightened person pick lamont cranston who's like not a really nice person thank you thank you and that was going to get into my next one where it's just like why lamont why him special hours mm-hmm. after he's like you know how brutally horrific he's been in the past seven years yeah and then they go in and and what they do is they tell you that oh you're this you're actually a really decent person is he yeah (laughs) i mean he just like he we we just got through watching a scene where like he said like oh you're like a father to me and he tells his henchman shoot through him and it's just like uh but he's like oh we're gonna give you because you want to redeem yourself like he I haven't seen anything to that, <laughs> you know? I'm just like, okay, yeah, he's good as the shadow now, but it's like, you just, you skipped over quite a bit here to get yeah. to where like, right. you felt like this person deserved to have this power and could use it for good because I'm like, just right. looking at his actions at the beginning of the movie is like, it almost felt like he would be the rogue that, you know, the person exactly. that you taught these and powers Tom to and go would be the Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That would have been an interesting now, twist, but <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would say if they did a remake, then what you got to do is you got to flesh out the character a little more. It's like maybe, um, I don't know, maybe something happens and he, I don't know, like a child or something that taps into his, you know, like regret or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, either he saves a child or he sees something like, a puppy dog get hurt or killed or something and they just like it just breaks him or something you know mm-hmm. and so that way it kind of leads him back to the proper path but he doesn't know how to do it exactly and then he's kind of like a lost soul mm-hmm. then the the guru from up on high mountain could come and whisk him away to say yes you know what's you know what darkness lies in the hearts of men's souls and the shadows of their of their being mm-hmm. but you also know um you you know you've you haven't lost the light within you let me help you know kind of flame those embers become a beacon of light that you can save other you know lost souls yes um, and redeem them like you know i'm redeeming you and so basically Mm -hmm. have the the guru maybe sending out shadow like people who maybe not to his extent because maybe like maybe like in dr strange you know is like this yeah you got all the yeah and so lamont cranston was like is one of his best students, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. who actually was able to do these shows. There was other people who are good students, mm-hmm. and they're out there doing nice things, like Mother Teresa, like Mother Teresa. Yeah, and tie <laughs> in like Mother Teresa was a student, and, you know, just tie like Martin Luther King was a student, you know, mm-hmm. and they kind of tied in would be kind of kind of fun, uh, mm-hmm. and that we kind of like winked at, you know, wink to us and stuff. Right, um, right. So and that would be kind of cool. Yeah, and I 100% agree with that, and that was kind of like one of my last negatives was like okay we're we're actually we're talking about like okay why him but Mm -hmm. you know you could use 
Because there are moments in here where you can, like, they hint at his inner turmoil, you know, like he's having the dream that, um, that, uh, uh, what's her name? I know her new real name, but Millie, yeah. But like her character, you, you have the dream. She's like, she's able to go into his mind and see what's going on in his dreams. And, but, and also like the dream that he has where he's like, he tears off his skin and he's Genghis, uh, or he's, uh, uh Iwan Chiwan Khan you know yeah. like and it kind of like okay hints at like he feels inside like I'm actually I'm no better than this guy you know um, mm-hmm. like he was I he was somebody that idolized me for the brutality that I had done you yeah. know and it's like okay I, I get that but I'm like you needed some more to really kind of flesh this guy out and I think that yeah. kind of leads into like you know my whole thing on if he were going to remake this either make it a longer movie or uh, make it a, a series. I'm kind of leaning more towards longer movies since, like, you know, they, like, it, I guess it would kind of, like, fall into, like, Batman Begins territory or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like you kind of see the descent of Bruce Wayne throughout. Now, it's told, you know, nonlinear because, you know, it's flashbacks and stuff right. like that. But you don't have to do it that way with the shadow. Like, you could do it in a linear progression. It's like, okay, you actually just see, see his descent and you see him go down this dark path, even though he does have this sense of humanity and light in him. It's like the things that he's doing are bad, but he's doing them because like maybe he just feels like there's nothing else left for me at this particular mm-hmm. point or whatever. Um, well, yeah. So like it's something something to that degree where it's like you could really flesh this guy out a whole lot more because I think Al Bowen did a good job in the role. He did a really good job in the yeah. role and everything. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. They, um, when it came to the shadow, you know, like cutting out that first part of the movie, like where they show like, okay, like the, the origin rather, but it's like, all right, when right. it came to the shadow, they did like after the whole seven year skip, that was good. But it's just like, all right, you kind of rush this first part along and where you say, you know, you get to that, you know, you start asking questions like, well, why you? Well, what what, right. what have you done to show that you actually have this, of this inner turmoil that you're dealing with or whatever that you might be actually be a good person under the guise of a bad guy or whatever so well um, that that's what i was going to say is honestly uh, i'll have to disagree with you on this is that hmm? instead of a movie they probably do need to do like a netflix or, or a prime kind of series because yeah, you be need to, to like say flesh out the guy more because like if you look at say um iron fist off of netflix for example mm-hmm he's got not he's not really well known mm-hmm. unless you know you read those 70s comic books and stuff uh and then of course you know past that point right whereas the shadow is from the 30s or yes. maybe even, yeah 20s or yeah, 30s maybe or 20s something. yeah uh, yeah so you know not a lot of people really know about him unless you read you know some of the esoteric comics way back you mm-hmm. know um and of course you know there's more modern updates of them too but mm-hmm. yeah you, you really I, I would almost say that the first like maybe hour long episode if you if say you did a series of hour long episodes the first would be like at the very end you would either at the very end he would erupt and become the shadow mm-hmm. like you know he 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 trains or he you know kind of like the the iron fist guy who is plane crash in the mountains he learned the ways of the iron fist up in the tibetan you know the himalayan mountains what have you mm-hmm. and so he does kind of the similar type story of Maybe he gets, he falls into the way of something bad after, you know, either, you know, the Boxer Rebellion in China or, or something, you know, and he kind of gets on, you know, the warlord side of it. And then, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe at night, he's like a bad guy, 
mm-hmm. in, in, in front of everybody. But at night, maybe he's broken and he's in turmoil. Mm-hmm. And that would be the kind of the thing. And then that, you know, enlightened man on the mountain guru would, would feel his pain mm-hmm. and then send the guys to bring him back because he wants to be saved and redeemed, but he doesn't know how. Because he's, he's maybe because he's gotten himself so lost in the shadows. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tie it in that way. You're lost exactly. in the shadows. And you don't know where to find the light. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's initially, you know, like I I've got but I've got all this power, but inside of him that last little spark is like, but I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. And he feels himself kind of given up and he doesn't want to do that. So mm-hmm. then he kind of pushes past it, even though he's still kind of battling with the, the bad things he did, of course, you know, you could say that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so then at the very end, maybe something happens and he uses the, you know, where he goes back to New York and he uses the special powers to save somebody mm-hmm. and he feels so good about it. And then you go from that point on, I think, honestly, that would be a really cool Especially today in modern with all this crazy stuff going on, mm-hmm. I really think if you now you might have to modernize it, but I don't think you necessarily would have to, but you could. Um, so I don't know. I mean, because in the shadow, like imagine you know if it's a modern version and people like, can you describe the guy that you saw? Well, uh, he was kind of like he had like a really long coat on and he had this big hat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of describe a guy from the forties or the 30s. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He was wearing like a fedora and a like well yeah he was yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i was like everybody's like what <laughs> like you know what you know and then maybe like he then like maybe as he's describing like the first description to the cop and then the cop you know looks behind the guy and he sees like a, a business suit mannequin dressed up very much like the same <laughs> way. I was like okay buddy okay yeah we'll get right on this, you, know? Uh, you know and they kind of like laugh it off it's like mm-hmm. oh no just another suit you know and so that that would be a kind of a cool way to sort of uh you know Maybe, you know, the, the wink and the nod and the little laugh, you know, the little mm-hmm. smile in there. But I, I, that's just me. But yeah, I think I really do think like with, uh, you know, they would have to do a, a Netflix series. Series of um, sorts, yeah. I mean, if nothing else, just like, a, I don't know, like one of those, uh, not like a continuing series, but maybe like a, a limited series or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like, a, like a short, like eight episodes or something like that, yeah, you know, yeah, six, yeah. yeah. You know, learn about the guy and then you can learn about the guy as you go you don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily learn about it all the beginning exactly you can always do flashback kind of like they should have done this before but mm-hmm. but it, it's, a, it's a cool the shadow is a cool thing because again he is he is the, the live action version of the animated batman series mm-hmm. because of all the the, the costumes and the, and the way the police are dressed and the way mm-hmm. the people are dressed and the, and the vehicles and mm-hmm. kind of the, the way the city is laid out um the old look about it mm-hmm. um it's it's just cool mm-hmm. in that regard, and and the clothes, you know. So he's he's not the independently wealthy guy, but he's back then he would have been fairly well off because of maybe an inheritance or something. Mm-hmm. But it's not so flashy that everybody knows who he is because he's still taking a cab. You're right, and you know, everybody right. in New York, everybody in New York takes a cab because right. you know, no one has a car. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, that makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know, that's just my thoughts. Exactly. Um, I this is gonna sound weird, but uh, I really wish they had 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 done a second head nod 
to because like when he rescues the doctor or the scientist rather and mm-hmm. he's just like you know he's like how do you know who i am and he's like the shadow knows and i'm like yeah, i really wish they would have had like at least had the ending monologue or something yeah to just kind of yes. like cap off the movie or whatever i'm like yes. well that's the only reference we get to it i'm like you, yeah. you gotta end with this you know you gotta end with like what evil lurks in the hearts of man <laughs> at that point you gotta do the payoff it's like yeah how will you know I'll know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, exactly. On, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So at least, at least do the shadow thing with the eyes. They go, don't worry. I'll know. Exactly. And, and then, and then, yeah. And then they kind of did that a little bit. And then at the end, they did the, the little logo. So mm-hmm. um, they sort of, but yeah, I don't, mm, yeah. Maybe they thought it was too hokey. Uh, I, now this, remember <laughs> this again was right after Batman. So mm-hmm. they hadn't done a lot of superhero films. And like Dick Tracy didn't do so well at the box office. Right. Um, so they, you know, some of those superhero type things, you know, what Steel came out right around the same time too. So they didn't do so well. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something to that. Um, but I think of all those type movies, um, this one looks really, really great. Mm-hmm. And I think it holds up in terms of the look and the storyline. Uh, again, like you said, it's, it's, it's again, one of those kind of diamonds in the rough where, you see what they were trying to go for, and they pretty much hit the mark. It's just yeah. a few bits and pieces that are like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, all, I think the casting was great all around. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, for the con character, for John Lund's character, yeah, it needs to be a little more fleshed out. Other than I'm just, I'm just really good at this, and and I'm going to prove it by taking over the world. Right now, right. But here's here's the big question: the bomb they used in that was that the same bomb they used in Batman and Robin? Oh snap! That's <laughs> yeah, that blew your mind right there. Uh, I know yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> I completely it forgot your mind that. right there. <laughs> that's what happened. So yeah, because okay. I'm like, I'm like, I looked at that. I was like, wait a minute, is that the same problem? And it might have been the same prop. It might have been. been may have been like a problem. like a little head nod, you know, to mm-hmm. like yeah, might have been. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, now, but gonna like, I gotta watch this now. I gotta watch. I gotta <laughs> see. Like, but see, then they're gonna be yeah. mad because it's like, nah, now we gotta watch Batman and Robin again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. But if you do know, if you do know that for a fact, post it down in the comments below. You know, uh, share the link. Um, I mm-hmm. like it'll probably now. Here's the thing: if you do share the link on YouTube or in like on the website or whatever, it is going to go to like has to be manually reviewed. But I do have uh, I do have a website I can go to and I can put the link in and it'll actually tell me if you know what's 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 on the other end of that. So <laughs> so, uh, so if you do know, post it down in the comments below or you know or at least mm-hmm. tell us where to where to go to actually look for it. So yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I is it that. That movie is a guilty pleasure for me. Uh, Batman. Oh, and Robin. A, it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> um, but uh, but um, I would I would be interested to know if like that was an actual like oh hey this is a little head nod back to Dead to the Shadow. It's like yeah hey, this is the same bomb and everything. Oh, yeah, it's same bomb. Cool. See if anybody notices. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I like the Wilhelm scream they put in those movies. Is like. Yeah, let's do it for the fans. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, very few people have been able to do that. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. very many people that can do that scream, but yeah. Um, so I remember uh, before I go, and I, I gotta, I guess I'm gonna pick on start like the the Star Wars uh, media a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, we all know how great the, the the media is but they they did this <laughs> they they wrote this article is like people think the star wars the, the new movies the sequels they think these movies are bad because it doesn't have the wilhelm scream and i'm like I said, okay, so you probably saw that on Twitter and the person was probably being sarcastic and you yeah. wrote a whole news article <laughs> about But I'll put that on my list of why I, <laughs> I forgot about that one. Let me start a whole new page here. Again, that'd be page number five. No. no Wilhelm Scream. Scream. I tell you what, the... Um, the reasons that the new Star Wars movies suck is just growing and growing. I never thought of that. See now, see, I don't think I'll be able to sleep tonight. Now I just won't. I just won't. Why do you do this to me? Uh, we <laughs> roll it over a bit. Stupid little dang Wilhelm scream. <laughs> I'm trying to get them going through each scene. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. <Damn it. laughs> what about the next one but <laughs> 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 well, i know it was just it was just annoying that they they said they said that was their that was the sole reason that fans were saying that these movies were bad i'm like who pays you to write these things <laughs> 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 journalism at his finest. Anyway, you find out it's like it's actually Ryan Johnson that's using a ghost alias. <laughs> <laughs> Just fake Twitter handler or whatever. Yeah. He created it like two days ago before, before the article came out. Oh man. All right. Yeah. But anyway, that is going to conclude the show for today uh, a little bit shorter of an episode but i do have some 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 chores that i have to take care of i gotta go back and mm -hmm. and, and go walk jojo's dog and mm -hmm. you know take care make sure they're all fed and stuff like that so uh, i gotta do that before the lights go down because i don't think she doesn't really like it when it's not light out so that, I found out that when I went over there early in the morning, she was just like, eh. that, that's a smart dog, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of horror, right? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dark outside. I'm not doing that. But anyway, like I said, if you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Drop a like on the video. That helps out tremendously, uh, especially yeah. with all the new algorithms and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, if you're watching on the website, thank you. But if you do want to see the whole video, we are on the website, McLamentertainment.com. Find us on any of your favorite podcasting mm -hmm. apps, literally Apple, Google, SoundCloud, uh, if, if, Stitcher, whatever we may have you, whatever app you have and look for podcasts. Look for, just look up the Real Cast Movie Podcast. We, we will pop up up it is also follow mm -hmm. us on the social media Facebook real r-e-e-l real like yes real. R Not yes real yeah i mean we, we always keep it real yo <laughs> we always keep it real yo you know? uh, but yes follow us on uh social media facebook instagram mcglam entertainment mcglam ent on twitter and thank you so much for joining once again william and uh we will always be back pleasure, we will be back uh, this will probably this will probably be the last show for the year, but we will be back. And man, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> everything, hopefully everything, uh, you know, starts to get a bit more under control, and maybe we could do some more live shows. If not, we'll we'll think about like at least live streaming this show more often and everything like that. Yeah. I have more stuff set up, and we can actually right. interact with you guys a lot more. So yeah, yeah. Like I said thank you so much. That would be fun. Yes, that would be a lot of fun. 
I said, thank you so much. And we're going to call it there. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Bye. Good night. Peace out. <laughs> Thank you.